afternoon, good evening, good day. I do not know where you are right now. It is morning time for me. Uh, I would like to welcome you to the Amplify Her podcast. This is the weirdest introduction of this show I've ever been done. Uh, uh, welcome to the Amplify Her podcast. My name is Christina Singh and I am your host. Uh, the Amplify Her podcast is all about amplifying and uplifting women's voices and stories. And um, I am really, really excited about this week because if you are a regular listener of this show, you're going to be like, eh, Grisina, this is Monday. This is not Wednesday or Friday when you usually release episodes. Well, dear listener and new listeners, hopefully, uh, I am going to be releasing an episode of the show every single day this week on Wednesday. We will have a new interview, which I'm so, so excited about, uh, but... I will be releasing solo episodes on various topics throughout the week this week because I just really want to get more content out there. I want to talk to you guys more. I love doing this show and I'd like to push, you know, this show out there a bit more. Um, Who knows, maybe I will record more bursts like this, but um, I'm going to try it out this week and see how it goes. If you are a new listener to this show, I usually release episodes on Wednesdays and Fridays, trying to be consistent with that. Um, And usually you will hear Brooklyn in the background. So I want to give you that warning. I do uh, live in Brooklyn. There's always noise or construction or something going on behind me. So forewarning, you might hear me um, get huffy and because of Brooklyn in the background. Anyway, um, Uh, Someone else is here, and that's also my iced coffee, which, um, oh my god, Mm. so grateful for this morning. Um, My son woke up on the wrong side of the bed. He did not want to go to uh, school this morning. He is two, and um, he didn't want to go to daycare. You know, there was a lot of coercing with trains, a lot of, you can make this choice, bribing with Peppa Pig, all sorts of things. He He just was not having it. Apparently, it took him, my husband usually takes him to daycare. It took him about six blocks to calm down. So if you're having that kind of morning. (laughs) I feel you. Um, But thank you for being here and listening to me. Today, I want to talk about a very, very important topic, something near and dear to my heart, and that is The Little Mermaid. So last week, we talked about She-Hulk. And thank you so much for all of the love that you guys have given that episode. I posted about it on my social media. The guys from Heroes Reforged liked it. Augustine commented on it on my post. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, But something that was really, really cool that happened was a um, visual effects coordinator and and someone who was in the visual effects industry, um, but a coordinator on the show commented on my post. And that felt really, really cool. And not only did she comment on my post, she said she listened to the episode, which was even cooler. I was really blown away by that. And I, um, you know, I went to a party on 
Saturday night. Um, and I went for about an hour with my child, which was hilarious because people started arriving at like a normal time around like eight for a party. And they were like, there's an there's a child here. And I was like, bye, it's bedtime. So, um, But as uh, I was sitting down with some of my friends and, and a, one friend in particular, she told me, oh, I listened to your show and I, I loved your episode about breath work. And I am still so blown away that people will listen to this show. And I'm so grateful. I literally can't even believe it and I told her like oh my god that makes me want to throw up and I'm so excited about it at the same time thank you so so much and so this is all you know looping back to this this she-hulk stuff I promise um but Allegra hi if you're listening (laughs) um but I was really excited and terrified to learn that this um, person who worked on She-Hulk actually listened to the episode. So, um, Chris Nanta, thank you so much for listening and um, thank you for your work on She-Hulk, but thank you above all for um, some insight that you gave on my post into the virtual effects industry. I did not know, I, I had an assumption about the the gap in the disparity I had some insight into the disparity in the virtual effects industry between, you know, men and women. But uh, Chris really highlighted some really important stuff that I wanted to share here on this post. Um, So she said, currently in the virtual effects industry, there are 3.6 men to every woman. That's wild. But this is even more startling. There are 208 male visual effects supervisors to every one female visual effects supervisor. That is absolutely insane. She said, which makes it all the more special that out of our three visual effects supervisors, two were women, including our main lead, the captain of the ship. So Thank you so much for that. Um, And I actually think I want to dedicate an episode to this topic because I had no idea about this disparity in the visual effects industry. I think we've been hearing lately about, you know, people who are who do work in this field not being um, paid enough or not being treated very well. So but I didn't know about the disparities between men and women in the industry that were, you know, this, this frightening. So if you'd like to see an episode about that, let me know. Um, I might just do it and um, maybe this week and and dive a little deeper into the topic because that is wild to me. Um, And please, if you have any questions um, for an episode like that, or if you want to see an upcoming episode uh, and you have a topic in mind, don't forget that you can leave me a voice message. I will link the link to that uh, speaker pipe in the episode description. So if you want to leave me a voice message, please feel free. Um, You might get played on the show. And um, if you have any questions about an episode that you've been listening to, or if you want to see a topic, let me know. Or if you just want to say, hey, I would love that. So let's dive into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, which is The Little Mermaid. And you can tell from the title of this episode, I have some feelings. Um, So 
We're talking about the live action Little Mermaid that is coming out. It's slated to come out next May, May 26, 2023. This uh, Little Mermaid, let me just say right off the bat, I am so excited. I can't wait to see it. I am so excited for Halle Bailey. I got goosebumps. I felt like sobbing. I was around family, so I didn't start sobbing when I saw the trailer. I, she's absolutely perfect. She's perfection. And I've watched interviews with her. She seems so sweet and cute and just lovely. I really, truly cannot wait for this movie. I am so excited for all of the goodness that it's going to bring with it, all of the representation. I can feel myself just getting emotional thinking about it. Um, I know I may not sound like it on this mic, but I am a woman of color (laughs) Um, and I am of Indian descent and my mom is Irish and all sorts of white people on my mom's side, which, you know, is wonderful. And um, but I am a person of color and I didn't grow up with a lot of, you know, women of color as princesses. And just to think about the fact that so many young black and brown girls will get to see Halle Bailey as their little Ariel, their little mermaid. I could cry. I have cried. Uh, We'll get into that just thinking about it. And I am really, truly so excited about the representation and how meaningful that this film is going to be for so many. So I um, wanted to talk about it because unfortunately, we live in a very racist country if you live in America and there has been so much backlash and I just want to say like very black and white mermaids aren't real you're just racist like mermaids aren't real (laughs) the Danish story like the origins of the little mermaid you can feel however you want to feel about you know someone taking that story and adapting it into a cartoon and then adapting it into a movie. But if you're upset because a mermaid is black instead of white, that's racist. You can be unhappy with the outcome of a movie because of the person's acting or their singing or the way it looks. Maybe the plot isn't what you had hoped. Maybe you just don't resonate with the people on screen as far as, you know, the story being told. But if you don't like someone because of the color of their skin, that's racist. You're racist. So just want to say that off the bat. Let's backtrack a second. Let's go into some details about this movie, which I I am very, very excited for. So this film, it's screenplay. Obviously, you know, it came from the original Disney version of The Little Mermaid, um, the animated feature. And this screenplay is written by two people, Jane Goldman. And then I'm so sorry if I am pronouncing this wrong. Um, The second person is David Maggie or Muggy. I do not know. It's M-A-G-E-E. <laughs> so Jane Goldman um, has written a host of things, but among them, she's written Stardust, one of the best movies ever. Um, Kick-Ass, which is so good. And I haven't seen, I don't think I've seen 
Days of Future Past, but oh no, I definitely have. Um, she's written X Men First Class and X Men Days of Future Past, amongst like a host of other films. David has written um, a bunch of stuff as well, including a bunch of things that are about to be released. So like, way to go, David. Good for you. Um, Finding Neverland. He adapted Life of Pi. And then he also wrote um, Mary Poppins Returns. Um, Rob Marshall is directing this film, which is really, really exciting. Um, Rob Marshall directed Mary Poppins Returns, Into the Woods, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Um, so many things. Among So there are 10 producers listed on this film and Lin-Manuel Miranda is among them, which is cool. And, you know, going back to this conversation that we're having around She-Hulk and people behind the scenes, there are a ton of people who've worked on this movie um, and a ton of people in particular that I noticed in hair and makeup, which makes so much sense because the I would imagine the challenge of trying to have things appear as if they're underwater, um, you know, through hair and makeup and then also in tandem with visual effects is going to be very intense. Um, but that feels very exciting. So other top cast in this film, there's Jonah Howard King, who's playing Prince Eric. I'm not familiar with him, but I'm excited to see what he brings to this role. Melissa McCarthy is Ursula. I am so intrigued as to what she's going to do here. Um, Javier Bardem is King Triton. Amazing. Um, let's see. There's so many other people. David Diggs is Sebastian. Noma Dumazweni is Queen Selena. I, I'm not sure who that is. Flounder is Jacob Tremblay. That's real cute. Aquafina is Scuttle, which is hilarious. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. There are tons of people who worked on this film. There are about 38 people that I could see listed as specifically as special effects, um, as the special effects department working on this movie. There are tons of people who are, you know, working in lighting in the sound department. So I am very excited. But let's get into whose voices I think matter most when it comes to any critique of this film. And I'm going to play some of those voices for you right now. Who's your favorite mermaid? Ariel. What's that kind of mermaid? What's that kind of mermaid, Ma? What's that kind of mermaid? It's the new Ariel. That is Ariel. Is her as the real her? <laughs> it's Ariel, isn't it? And just watch.
what? Y'all, can you even believe that? Like, I, oh my God, I, is, has anyone else been watching those videos and those moments with little girls watching and little boys watching The Little Mermaid, older women and older men watching The Little Mermaid trailer and just crying. Like I get goosebumps every time. I'm crying every time. And I saw someone post this, but I'm I like for young black men and women and you know just for the black community right now, I can see that this means so much to have someone represented in this way, to have a character represented in this way. And I am just truly so, so excited about it. I um I really can't wait to see this, you know, come to fruition. So and and these are the only voices I really care about. Young, you know, girls and young boys uh, you know, black voices. These are only, these are the only people I care about who, um, are talking about this movie because I think it just goes to show like, this is what truly matters. And well, getting that role felt very surreal. It was much of a shocker for me. Even when I was asked to audition, I looked at it and I was like, me? Like, as for Ariel, that just doesn't, you know, because my image of Ariel that I've had is the red hair right. and the, the pale skin and the tail. And she was amazing to me. I loved her like we all did. But that's what I've seen her as for so long. So even the auditioning process, I was like, I remember being so scared and so nervous. I think my dad, he one time he was like, let's run through the lines. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's like, okay. And I started reading him and I just started sobbing. Really? <laughs> and he's like, Hallie, what's wrong? What's wrong? He's, I'm like, I just, I can't believe I'm even going to go for this. But so grateful mm -hmm. that I kind of get to reinvent um, Ariel mm -hmm. and show other young, beautiful black and brown children that, hey, you can be this too. You are magical and mythical and all of the wonderful things in between as well. And so going into this, oh no, I'm going to cry. <laughs> it's okay. Don't cry. <laughs> I cry all the time. But going into the filming process, I had to learn and say to myself that you can do it. And it's okay. And that my sister is here. And she was. And so it was just a beautiful experience for me to kind of spread my wings in that yes. way. But sorry, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> I have seen so many dumb ass comments, and I'm sure you have too, about people like thinking about the science, about what, what would this mermaid actually look like? Um, looking at the, the source text and, you know, there aren't people of color in the Danish community at that time that this person would be writing about. It's like, why, you are just looking for any reason to justify racism. And it's sad. And let me just be so clear. It's so embarrassing. Like, if you're tweeting and upset and like talking about how you're upset about a mermaid being black that's so embarrassing for you 
That's wild. And whoa, hello cringe. Like that is just one of the wildest things I could think of that you would like go to our Lord and Savior's internet and just like talk about how upset you are that a mermaid is black. Like what? <laughs> That's just crazy to me. Like uh, people will, uh, yeah, they'll they'll get upset about the stupidest shit, but it just goes to show we live in a very, very racist country. Um, white supremacy culture is in full force with this one. Uh, my only hope is seeing people's reactions, seeing these little young black and brown girls' reactions. Those are the only voices I care about when it comes to this film. I would love to hear what you think about this movie. Are you as excited as I am? I think Halle Bailey is doing such a beautiful job taking on this role and all of the shit that's coming with it. Um, and I am just really so thrilled to get a chance to see live action Ariel on the big screen. I will be in theaters going to see this movie, most likely with my brother, who is as equally obsessed with The Little Mermaid as I am. And we will probably be sitting center sobbing our eyes out as we're watching this movie um yeah i'm gonna leave you with this funny clip i hope you have a great day i will see you tomorrow for another episode of the amplify her podcast don't forget you can send me a voice note if you like um all those links are down below. Everyone's video who I, you know, played, they're all credited in the uh, comments of, or in the comments, in the show notes of this episode. Let's talk about it. And remember, mermaids aren't real. You're, you're just racist. Enjoy the Little Mermaid. Bye. Also, by the way, with the Little Mermaid, can, can we also just mention that just from, from, a, from a scientific perspective, okay, it doesn't make a lot of sense to have someone with darker skin who lives deep in the ocean. What scientific fucking perspective? It's a story about a mermaid. Those don't even exist. There's an octopus lady that steals people's voices and a singing Jamaican crab. Who gives a fuck? The Amplify Her podcast is a part of the Amplify Her Media Network. You can check out more shows on the Amplify Her Media Network over on Instagram at Amplify Her Media.